welcome to a bonus episode. It's everybody's favorite time of the season, which is when we do bonus episodes. The season is over. We have watched all of season three. We have. The brief season. The brief season. The season. The little (laughs) season that could. The little season that did. That got interrupted by the writer's strike. Um but chugged along just fine. It did. It did. Um, it absolutely did. It did. And it did. Um, I'm happy to, I'm very happy and excited to discuss our personal top five episodes for this Same. season. I think it's going to be an interesting dialogue. Uh, <laughs> and I'm looking forward to hearing your, your top five and your points about yeah. why they are worthy of the top five. I will say, as w- this happens every time we do the top five, is I always think like, oh, like, it's not going to be that hard or, like, oh, like, I'll have a pretty strong idea. And then when you pull the list up, there's always, like, the ones at the beginning, you're always like, oh, shit, that was this right. season. Because they, you forget about them. Like, it's a, mm-hmm. it's 20 episodes. And in this case, You it's, forget that Rossi's not in, like, the first yes episodes. <laughs> like, there's so many things that you're just like, oh, crap, like, Gideon was still in this season. Like, that feels yes, so long we ago. We saw Mandy Patinkin. We did. Season three, we saw ago. we saw we saw Gideon he was around for a couple of episodes believe it or not even though that feels like a whole lifetime ago yeah it does um I have no idea who Me is supposed to go first either it's so, not even close it doesn't really matter do you have a preference I'll go first okay please I think I might I might I think I might go first I'm not sure <laughs> whatever but fine. like I'll do it okay you do okay. it I'm ready so um, as I told you, I think in the break between w- recording, I'm concerned I'm not actually going to really remember each episode fully, but <laughs> <laughs> um, I have my little Wikipedia guide here next to me Okay. Um, in case I need a refresher. Refresher. Okay. So, number five. Number five. Is Brrrr. in name and blood. Oh! Do you remember this one? Yes, I do. It's the one, for those who don't remember, it's the one with the handsome guy who uses his son to make, like, bring women into their home. Yep. And, like, he's trying to, like, find uh, a mom for his son because he's dying. Yep. Um. So I put this episode in because I really, really love the... A, the thought pro- I feel like they do a good job of showing us the thought process of the unsub. Okay. Um, and they give him an interesting storyline. The kid is an interesting aspect. Yes. Um, the women being trapped in the house is wild. Um, <laughs> and I love it in a weird way. I also really love this episode mm-hmm. because it is the episode where uh, Prentice and Hotch aren't actually on the squad. They're not right. on the team. They've like quote so unquote resigned or whatever. Right. Prentice. Is this the one where she steps on her hair? It is. I kept waiting because I was also wondering a good if part. that was the reason. That's when, <laughs> that's when Aaron Strauss right. steps we on ha- her hair. We get a lot of Strauss in the early episodes of the season. We do. And then she kind of like goes away. She kind of disappears. But she'll yeah. be back, guys. Don't she worry. She will be. Um. So I really enjoy when Prentice goes in and then she gets whacked on the head. Like there's mm-hmm. just a lot. There's some good badass Prentice moments. We see Prentice's apartment for the first time. 
<laughs> it's That's a good important. Prentice episode. <laughs> That's important to you is seeing her apartment. <laughs> I just, I enjoyed that episode. Um, Kelly lives for the chances when we get to see the characters' apartments on Criminal Minds. That's, I do. That's why I she's do. Um, and we both love Prentice. She's oh, pfft. I I she's our favorite character. Yes. So in Apprentice Strong episode, I'm gonna go for it. Um, it's not. I mean, it's a standard episode. It's a quality standard episode of yep. like nothing too crazy, but not not crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a, yeah. But we will get crazier as we go up my list. Oh, we will get crazier. <laughs> Number four is okay. Birthright. Oh, the one where the 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 son is murdering women the same way as his father. Yes, and I like this episode because of that, and like the crazy like women, <laughs> and because like, of all, that. <laughs> All the weird, like, family things going on. Yeah. And, like, like the unsub aspect is, like, kind of boring. It's really the moms. Like, yes. Yes. And the wives. And yes. it's just, like, a really, like, I would watch a whole series that was based on this. Like, <laughs> yeah. that had, like, this is a, it, like, a this is us, but, like, serial killer. Where, like, you get your, fl- like, b- like old-timey scenes and you get your current-timey scenes. Like, First of all. I want that. Uh, copyright. That's our idea. Nobody steal it because it's Jamie. <laughs> we'll be pitching that to network execs next yes. week. We'll be pitching that to Netflix. Stay tuned. <laughs> um, I'd watch that shit. Yeah. So that is number four. Um, Solid choice. I don't really have have much else to say about that one. Yeah. Um, it's just so great and yeah. like. It ends in that like dramatic scene where doesn't the wife shoot the husband? Like, well, it's just yes, because yeah, because there's the, it's there's that full circle moment. She's pregnant of like we learn that the original dad serial killer stopped killing because he was killed by his wife. Because remember, she put him in the harvest combine, right. and then right. it comes full circle around again that the daughter-in-law kills the son. Because he's doing the same thing. So it's just like a exactly. beautiful like moment of narrative symmetry. It's great. Yes. Um, number three is we're getting into like really some of my favorite episodes. I was going to say, I feel like we have to almost put put it out there that like when Kelly and I were texting earlier today, she had her top three set like almost immediately. Like I feel like you almost mm-hmm. didn't have to think about it. <laughs> like yeah, You were ready really. to go. <laughs> So, uh, number three is Lucky. Okay. The cannibalism episode. Okay. When she was in the chili. <laughs> yeah. That episode is just wild. And I am fascinated by cannibalism. <laughs> so Cults. I cannibalism. Am, Those are Kelly's yes, bread like, and butter. <laughs> I am all in. That episode is so wild. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. So I love it. I feel like there's not much to say. I feel like we said a lot when that episode <laughs> was what we talked about. Like yeah. the like the scene, like when they're reading through the recipe book, that's why it's yes. really the twist when they figure out that they ate her in the chili is just <laughs> yes. a beautiful moment. It's so absurd that it's funny. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I just love it. I also love that I didn't even realize it was a celebrity guest star. Yes. What's his name? Jamie Kennedy. Jamie Kennedy. Yeah. Like, he's just this derpy dude. So weird. What a weird I don't even choice. really remember if there's, like, any... Oh, that's the episode where Morgan, like, is, like... He's having cool with Jesus. Yeah, he's having his crisis <laughs> like him and of Rossi faith. are like doing that thing. But yeah, yeah, which is like whatever. I could take that or leave that. But really, it's the cannibalism aspect that is just like what yes. the fuck. Yes. Um. So that's the that on that. That is the that on that. Okay. <laughs> so we're getting into Woo! our top two here, friends. Number two. So number two is. The next episode, after Lucky, Penelope. Okay. I was so wondering Penelope, if that was going to make it or not on the yes, top Yes, it's just a beautiful episode. It's the episode where it's after Penelope's been shot and they're solving her crime and that crime. And they figure out who did it. Um, it's just a beautiful episode. I mean, any episode that's really just about Penelope is going to be... <laughs> In the top five. I can yeah. almost guarantee it. Yeah. Because she's a beloved character. She might be like second favorite after Prentice for me. Like, oh, yes. Very much so. She is just great. And so it's just so beautiful to watch the whole team uh, like get behind her and say, we don't care about like the fact that we're too close to this case. We're going to solve it. Mm. And like. You get to see, like, Morgan, like, really taking care of her. Yeah. Like, in her apartment. And it's just, like... And she has, like, the little, like, hack off with Kevin. Like, yeah. it's just... It's just good. And I also really love a good episode that ends with... the Like, with them in the physical office of the BAU. Like, I feel like there are, like, one or two where, like, the oh, crime yeah. actually resolves in the office, and I love it. Huh. And J.J. shoots him. Yeah, Another badass moment. That is a badass moment. It's I forgot so about that. It's a good It's a good episode for all the women. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah. So, that brings us to number one. First of all, duh. I, I, can, I already know what your number one is. <laughs> and if even... If anyone list, has listened to this episode for you or this podcast for even a fucking second, like, or especially this know. season, you're going to know because she's told yeah. us, she told us basically when we watched the episode that this is what was going to happen. Yeah. So go I ahead. Do my honorable mention before I do my number one. Sure. If you want to. Okay. So my honorable mention is The Crossing and I already, oh, oh that's the one we recently watched that one with yeah. the, um, the stalker. Yeah. Uh, I like that one because of how strong our victim is. Right, right. And how badass she is. So that's my honorable mention. I was really between that and, and the, Name and Blood for and number five. the so. famous dog walking scene, obviously. Right, right. <laughs> exactly. So my number one, no surprise to anyone, seven seconds, the mall episode. The mall episode. What is there to say? I mean, we, it's just, it's just perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> You get Paget's like best performance yes. ever mm-hmm. when she is grilling the creepy uncle. Yep, and like it's just like this weird family twist and turn like mm-hmm. thing. We're mm-hmm. like really trying to get Finding Nemo to like search in his brain. <laughs> like it's got it all. Yeah, it's got it all. Yeah, except no one dies. No one dies. That's so rare. There, no one dies in. It's in, not a murder. No one dies in the crossing either. 
Yeah. Like, so very rare for criminal minds. Right. But seven seconds. I mean, it's it's contender for favorite episode of the whole series. So Whoa. you knew that that was going to be my number one. I mean, you guys, God willing that we're ever able to see the last two seasons of the show. Right. I guess we will <laughs> have to attempt to do a top five, yeah. which would be so hard. So I don't know. But that's that's a big statement I'm, to say top five of the whole show. I mean, based on what I've seen. It sticks. It's one of the only episodes that sticks out to me for how much I like it. And we are not. I mean, you're not alone that you like this one. I feel like we got a lot of feedback from people on the Instagram that they also really like that episode. Yes. It's There's a, something refreshing about seeing an episode that's not got any murder in it. Um, it is a very and unique there's something episode. nostalgic yeah. about a mall. <gasps> I don't know. You're only saying that because you haven't been to one in however many months because you can't go outside. <laughs> I mean, theoretically and technically, the target that I go to is attached to a mall. True. You could take a step. I don't go into, into the mall. it. You could. You could go. Cra- you could go wild, and you could take a step. Yeah, into I could enter the an mall. enclosed, an yeah. enclosed space with all those it. people. You could do um, it. All right. But I mean, I mean, nostalgia, like malls, even like even the nice malls that you can go to these days, they're still shitty. It's they're, still a mall. They're, they're still a dying a thing in the past. They're a dying breed because yes. we don't need them. So. Right. So you know, even before the pandemic, I could not tell you the last time I went to a mall. So. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So I love seven seconds and that's my number one. Hey. That's her number one. She's sticking to it. I am. All right. I'm very excited to hear what yours are. (laughs) So, you know, I feel like we had made a comment maybe a couple of episodes and we had said, you know, reminded ourselves that we were going to do this, that we thought that because season three is a significantly stronger season than seasons one and two, we felt like maybe our... uh, our lists would diverge a little more than yeah. they have in the past. What I will tell you is that is absolutely not the fucking case. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I think that <laughs> you know what? What's good is good. I yeah. First of all, I think that we are just arbiters of good taste in episodes of Criminal <laughs> exactly. Minds, yeah. and we know what is That's good. That's why we have the podcast. Hello, uh, we're experts at this point. Um, and I also think that we just like have very similar tastes, and we've talked. I mean, hello, we, we talked about this on the podcast. Like, we tend to have very similar similar uh, yardsticks that we use for what we consider to yeah. be a good a good episode versus a bad one so it really shouldn't come as a surprise that we have a lot of overlap um but they're in different orders it's in a different order okay so okay um i will say i'll start with my honorable mention because i um when i so like i think kelly and i kind of do the same thing when we do this is we typically just like go through the list and you basically you anything to me like what i do is i just like any episode that even stands out to me a little bit or I like kind of like I'll put it on a list and then I'll go back and like try to put them in an order and then whatever is at the bottom obviously falls off um so this episode this season I only had six on my short list when I first went through it I thought I'd have more but I only had six and so what ultimately fell off and has become my honorable mention is in name and blood okay So the reason I feel like I couldn't put it higher is just because, like, I like it 
And I, I think that the thing that stands out to me the most is Strauss stepping on the hair. Like the dynamic <laughs> of her just being such a bumbling idiot in the yep. field. And then same thing like that you mentioned, which is like this almost like bizarre buddy cop comedy that we have going yes. on with like with Prentice yep. and Hosh because they're like not really on the team at this point. So like they don't really give a shit. And so they're just kind of like doing whatever they want and like... Yeah, like you said, like, Prentice is a badass in the episode. Like, there's just, like, these kind of odd moments. The case is fine to me, but it just, like, it was kind of the extracurricular stuff in the episode yeah, that stood up to absolutely. me. absolutely. So I couldn't put it higher than that because there were other episodes that I felt had more of the, more of, like, the full kind of picture of what I look for, okay, whereas this okay. one, it was just some stuff. So that would have, that's number six. It's right there on the bubble. I will also yeah. say we were talking a little bit about Lo-Fi is probably also on my bubble. Yeah. Um, so the episode yeah. that we just recorded, which is the season finale, like, very strong episode. I definitely think it's one of the stronger episodes of this season. I just couldn't quite give it to a top five because, again, there were others that just pushed it out. So right. those are both, both worth mentioning. So we'll start with number five. Um, which I went with Penelope. Wow, very low. Very low compared to you. But yes. my reasoning is, is kind of a similar reason as to why I put in Name and Blood low is because what I really like about the Penelope episode is the like character to character relationship stuff so I like I like the team coming together to like solve this case I like you know how it how much it develops uh Morgan and Penelope's relationship and how it builds off of some of the relationship tension that they had had in the episode before all over this guy who wants to take her out because he you know who ends up being this unsub and so like I like it for that reason but when I really think about it, the case itself is kind of ho-hum, in my opinion. Fair. Because what I we... I don't f- really remember. Well, because what we find out is that he's targeting her. He targets her because she's doing investigations on the side to try and get cold cases at the attention of, like, local cops Right. And he's and he's like an angel of death or whatever that, you know, like he's whatever you want, whatever term you want to use. He's got, he has the like the superhero. Complex, yes. He right? has. This, yeah. He has the God like superhero complex. And so he a lot of those cold cases are his. And so he thinks that she's targeting him when in, re- when in reality she has no idea that it just happens like whatever. And so it's like it's interesting in the sense that it gives you another little layer of Garcia's personality but the case itself is odd to me and like doesn't isn't the strongest so that's why to me it had to go towards the bottom still a good Mm -hmm. episode but like again for like for across the board of you know the things that i look for in a good episode i feel like it only checks a couple of boxes not all of them yeah okay that's that's where it landed for me um number four is birthright Yes. Yes. Same spot. Same spot, which um, I really thought that Birthright was going to go higher initially. But when I really started to think about it, it just kind of nestled itself in there at number four. And I just let it be. Um, you got to love it for the twists and turns. Like, it's yeah. a it's kind of a batshit episode. Not as batshit as some other ones, but I love the premise. It's interesting. And to your point, 
not even necessary. It's I mean, it's interesting enough, like the father son thing of like, ooh, like is being a serial killer genetic? Like, is that like a thing? Right. But to your point, like it's more so the women in it that are like more. Yes. Co- they're more compelling, and like I think what also really gets me is that there's that episode has like layers of twists and turns. Like it the, does. The first True. kind of Fair. twist and turn is like, oh my gosh, it's not. It's not that the, you know, that the serial killer was dormant and came back. It's like, it's actually the son. And then it's like, ooh, plot twist, though. There are two sons. And it's like, which son is it? And then it's like, ooh, plot twist, though. The first wife killed the dude and put him in a harvest (laughs) combine. And then at the end, it's like the daughter-in-law kills him. So there's just like, every time you think that it can't get any crazier, it does. It does. So it's a very strong so episode in that way. Um, yeah. So yeah. I do like it. I like it a lot. Um, and so, yeah, it, it was good. And it would have been higher, but there were just, again, there were just, like, season three had some really some good other, winners. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So it, it had to it had to go down a little farther. Um, so number three is where we deviate. Um, uh, and we don't have any overlap. Um, okay. I went with Tabula Rasa for number three okay okay um okay because i feel like it's a really strong episode we talked about this when we watched it a couple weeks ago which is i think that they finally achieve in tabula rasa what they had been trying to do from most of the second half of the season which was to have a case where they could also bring in some kind of other elements um and as we've talked about Every other time they try to do it, they try to do too much and they like and it ends up being distracting. And in this one, I liked that it's like, okay, you've got this interesting element that it's like, oh, like the guy has amnesia, like whatever. But then you've got Reed's relationship with the dad and it's um, and then you get the flashbacks in there, which is really good. Like, I love the flashbacks. I love like some of the little call outs, like us getting to see like Morgan and Garcia interact for the first time and like yeah. where the baby girl thing comes from. Like, I think that's like a fun little thing that they like threw in there. Um, and then like the end where he's just fucking holding that dried corpse. Yeah like you don't see that shit coming (laughs) it's crazy (laughs) so i just think it's a really strong episode like in terms of the narrative and and the way that that everything plays out and you've got that like you've got the read thing on the side but that's not too distracting so i just feel like it's good it just really i thought about it i considered it for my top five yeah um but i was just so annoyed by the unsub Oh, yeah. Like, he's just... What? Yeah. I don't know. He it's is just, annoying, for sure. He's, he's yeah. like... He's, like, weasley. Do I like popcorn? Do you yeah. Like, yeah. He is weasley. He, he's weasley and, like, very just, like, oh, like, I've been in a coma. Like, meh. Right. Like, he's not... He's not the most interesting unsub we have. No. And so... Well, and he's not Like, scary. I really... Like, I think, like, you know, a lot of what makes unsubs compelling is, like, how high their creep factor is. And, like, he doesn't really have much of a creep factor because they play a little bit of, like, they want you to kind of be sitting there questioning, like, wait, did he actually do it? Like, and in the end, obviously, he did. But he is kind of annoying, (laughs) for sure. (laughs) But I did, like, I do agree that that is a very strong, like, all the other elements are good. Yeah. And all the other other elements would put that in an honorable mention, and that would I would put that you know in maybe my top ten, but yeah, for sure, yeah, um, yeah. So 
are you ready for the top I'm ready. two? Yes. So for top two, I went back and forth for quite a while about which one was going to go where. And there was a period where I really, truly considered, like, maybe I can't decide. But I was like, no, I have to because that's. Wow. The- I was like, that's <laughs> the name of the game. I got to do this. <laughs> I was like, I can't, I can't cheat. That's a cheating thing to just not name a number one. Um, So my number two is seven seconds. Mm -hmm. I knew. There she is. There she is. I knew she was going to be in the top five. It was just a question of was she going to get the top spot or not. And I couldn't give it to it. Just because my top, my number one, I just couldn't get past. Like, I just kept yeah, coming back okay. to it. And I was like, it's just, I can't let it go. So, like you said, you pretty much nailed it on the head. Seven seconds is just a truly, like, strong episode of Criminal Minds. For all of the reasons that we've talked about already. Which is just, like, it's super memorable. I, I gotta say, like... Padgett Brewster in this episode that it that's really what seals it like she mm-hmm. fucking kills it in this mm-hmm. episode and it's so Preach. good that probably is like more so than anything but like it's just kind of it's like a different episode it's a different like setup for them for a case like the fact that they're just like all in this mall and they never go anywhere else like is it interesting like set up for an episode that doesn't really ever happen again so that's interesting yes um and it's just good. Like, it's just good. It's like, I can't even really articulate why I like it so much. Like, it's just... Yeah, it's just good. It's just good. And it's memorable. And it's just one of those Criminal Minds episodes that, like, sticks out to you. Obviously, you listeners all know, because apparently you all agree. Um, so anyway. So yeah. So that's that's season two. That's episode two. I couldn't, okay. quite, I couldn't quite give it to number one. And the reason is... I'm excited to hear what your number one is. <sighs> number one is lucky. I had... <laughs> I had to go with Lucky because the fucking chili, man. (laughs) It's so wild. You can't get past the fucking chili. And I think what's maybe what I like about it the most is that almost up until that point, the episode's kind of middle of the road for me. Like, it's not anything. You don't anticipate it being anything that crazy because like the rest like you said like the rest of the episode it's like you got the morgan thing and like his crisis of faith and i got do i like jesus or not like i can't deal with right. it like and so like that's one thing and like you got the you've got the disappearing girls and like the thing in the bathroom where she's in the bathroom and the guy like walks in and you see his feet like that's scary um but like so it's it's nothing it does there's nothing to really indicate that it's going to be anything like crazy memorable and then they just hit you in the fucking face with it at with the, the end where it's like oh like his name wasn't on the sign up sheet that's so weird how did that happen and then when they put it together with the fucking it's so good with the fucking cookbook and the fucking chili and like the look on his like the shot of the chili and the shot of his face like when he's like like it's and like the, they never found the last girl and it's like well she was in the fucking chili like yep it's like yep. you said it's wild and it's crazy and i i truly think like it's got to be up there for like maybe best twist ending of the whole show like i almost can't think i can think of maybe one other episode off the top of my head that i think could maybe be up there with it but it's 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 so crazy like there was just it's so 
I couldn't get past it. It's a wild ride. I couldn't get past it, which is why I had to give it number one. Seven seconds is a very close second, but I had to do it. I had to go with Lucky. So that's it. That's the, those are my top five. I feel pretty strong about it. I feel pretty good about it. Obviously you feel pretty good about it too, because we had almost the exact same list, just in slightly different order. Yes. Um, I would say the yeah, like the crossing is also one that I went back and forth about of whether or not, um, I wanted to put it on. What yeah. ultimately I couldn't do it, though, was that they had that second case with the battered woman thing that I was oh, like, see, I that <sighs> is almost what pushed me over the edge to put it in the top five. Yeah, it, it's in, because, I think why I couldn't do it, though, is because I think that maybe is a more interesting story. And I wish that they had done the episode more about that. True, <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah, because it's just like it's them more successfully doing the two storylines thing yes yes and you just like you want to understand this woman yeah but it's also kind of weird i don't know yeah it's also a good episode that's what i think what i really the conclusion that i made when i was kind of looking through the whole list to be able to narrow it down to five is that season three has a lot of just kind of like solid middle of the road episodes like there were a bunch of episodes that i would you know was reading the the description and i was like well that one's good but like i just like don't know if i can if it's like top five material and that's what i kind of kept finding myself saying is like oh i like that one but like i don't know if i like it enough um right so there's like these obviously like these four like five six standouts that we both obviously really like and then there were a a bunch that i was just kind of like like it's good like but i don't i can't say that i like love it they're not my favorite episodes right so right so there you have it that's season three guys that is overall i'm gonna give season three like a b plus yeah i think that's i think that's solid I think I know there's better things to come. There are some swings and misses. Like there are mm, some episodes mm-hmm. that are bad. There are some episodes that are bad. Um, Let us not forget the carnival that episode, suck. you guys. Oh, like never forget the carnival episode. Really <laughs> set up to be like a top five episode mm-hmm. in how they lead up to it with the mm-hmm. cradling of the heads. Yeah, yeah. but then it's they just drop like, the ball. Ooh. Oh, they dropped the ball oh. at the five yard line and it's they did not. They good. did. It's not good. The results are bad. Um, the results are bad. Yeah, there's a bunch of the, there's there's a couple of them that are just kind of like, ooh, like that wasn't. Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't the best. Um, I'm also thinking about like in terms of season long development of our characters mm-hmm. that we know and love. Is This is a rare season where we don't really get any storyline elements about Reed and his mom. That is true. Because I feel like we come back to her a lot throughout the whole series mm-hmm. because she's an important person to him and important mm-hmm. for the show. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a huge person in the Kingfisher or whatever. Oh, Fisher yeah, King. the Fisher King thing. Yeah. Um, she comes so, way back around. Like, season 12, she's a big right. part of... Yeah. And there's... I think we get... In one of the upcoming seasons, the episode where we talk about his dad. And so Jane Lynch is in that one a lot. That's season four. So we will come up to that pretty quickly. Yeah. So she comes back around. But Reed just really gets left behind in this season, I think. He he does. And and then they try to make up for it mid-season with the freaking, oh, he's been in NA all this time. Right. And it's like. 
And it's mm. like, woo, that's a big swing and a miss. Like that, you didn't right. you didn't connect those dots this well enough. This was weird. Yeah. And they do and the same like, thing. They do the same thing in the elephant's memory episode with the with the kid who's getting revenge on all of his bullies. Like they try to make it about Reed, who was like also bullied, and that feels right. like a throwaway thing. Like, yeah, yeah it, it was yeah, just kind of weird. weird. Yeah, I agree. And like, uh, it's a big season for JJ. Very it's big a big season, for, season JJ. for Hotch, even though like. Like, nah, his I mean, character doesn't develop, but they just, like, force it on us. Yes. That Hotch is getting divorced. Well, like, yeah. We it's just like, we're, keep having to deal with we're it. We're beat over the fucking head with the fact right. that he is getting and then, divorced. Which, like, him getting yes. divorced is a big story point that, like, you know, will affect the show going forward. But they, it's, like, the only development he has, and then they just keep shoving it down our throat. Right. <laughs> we like, just have okay. to keep coming back to it. <laughs> yeah. It's like... When they got rid of Gideon, they were like, okay, who becomes, like, the person we're really trying to focus on as, like, mm-hmm. our quote-unquote main character. Yeah. And I think, I it feels like they settle on Hotch and Thomas Gibson. Yeah. But well, he becomes, the, he becomes the top-billed name. Like, Gideon, right. like, or Mandy Patinkin was the, was the top-billed name, and when, the, I think... When he leaves, Thomas Gibson becomes like the recognizable yeah, face. Yeah, he stands the big at name. the front of the pack on exactly. opening ceremonies. So. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> which it like it sucks because he's one of the most boring characters and mm-hmm. members of the team. Like he's an essential member, and the show is not the same once he leaves. But yeah. like he is the least interesting. He gets better, but it's he does. It's a real but it takes a while. Yeah, it's a real slow burn and the amount that he gets better is pretty marginal. Like it's not that right. if, you know, for the right. for how much the rest of them really get awesome, like he doesn't really yes. develop at all. I think the yes. other thing, my other major kind of complaint with season three is that it's obviously a very transitional episode for the show because you have the Gideon to Rossi transition, which right. you for almost forget about because it happens so quickly at the, not so quickly, but it happens at the beginning of the season. So once you're 20 episodes deep, it just kind of like, you almost take it for granted that Rossi's sort right. of always been I forget. there. Yeah. But when you really think about it and kind of step back and, and look at the whole season from, from far away, like that's a big shift. And you have those mm-hmm. episodes in the middle where you don't have Rossi yet, but Gideon's gone. And so there's some... The the show, I think, has, like, a little bit of growing pains, like, in that kind of phase of things. It comes mm-hmm. out on the other side really good, and, like, obviously, like, there are definitely some really strong episodes that come out, and, like, we're starting to get, like, the taste of the kind of... of the show, of what it will become that we will all, like, really love about it, but it's not quite there yet. Um, And it's like the growing pains that needed like Gideon leaving and transitioning to Rossi and kind of them finding their footing with, I think, really accepting that this is an ensemble show. Like, I think like Gideon leaving really forced them to kind of say like, okay, yeah, like Hotch is going to step into the forefront, but like, let's explore the rest of them also because we don't have that top build like starring name pressure of like we have to give Mandy Patinkin like a certain amount of storylines or whatever and I think by the end of the season we really see that like that works for the show like letting each of them have their moments really works but they're still working out the kinks at this point yeah and JJ does end up being the one that gets a lot of that 
front FaceTime. Like, she gets a lot of that kind of personal stuff, obviously, with Will and the baby and, like, all that stuff. But... Yeah, you get a lot of JJ and obviously a lot of Garcia. A lot of Garcia, yeah. A little um, less Morgan. Morgan doesn't get a ton right. of development he, in this season. He had a big season, too. He had a big season, he had a too. big season, too. Rossi... Eh. Rossi doesn't get a lot of development, but it's because he's, like, obviously two steps behind everybody else because right. he just showed up. So they're just, right. like, really laying his foundation. I think we'll Here's get what, more from him next yeah. season. Here's what I'll say about the overall vibe of the season, too. Like, we get... So we have these transitions. You lose Gideon. No old man on the team. We <laughs> yeah. get Rossi. Then we get hit, like, with the writer's strike, mm-hmm. which is another hiccup. And I'm just, like, picturing, like, a person just, like, tripping on ice where they can't even stand <laughs> up. Like, it's like as soon as they get done with one folly, yeah, like, another one comes. Yeah. And so I think that's why you can really notice in the show that, like, they hit a stride in the second half, like mm-hmm. post writer strike. Once everything's kind of settled, yep. And that's why, like going into season four, we know season four is going to be the stronger season. Yep. Because there, like, there's no writer strike. We don't have any cast changes. Mm-hmm. Everything just is like exactly as it's supposed to be. Yep. So, yeah, I think that's a good. I'm point. excited, and I do think, like, I think, like, when you once you realize that the writer strike is in there you do recognize like th- those last seven season seven episodes that they come back with post writer strike writer strike i think like have like like a markedly different tone to them like they are they yeah. to the point that like i almost like they almost feel like a different season from the first one like from the first half of it cuz like right. yeah. yeah there's so much there's so many other things that are like you know you're wrapping up the gideon thing and then you've got the weird transition in the middle and then rossi shows up and then it's like Rider strike like you said and then they come back and it almost feels like okay let's take a deep breath and like get back on track here and like it really does right. and you have some of the strong you obviously have some of the strongest episodes of the season in the second half and like you said like I think the momentum is now building right up because we've got this right. really strong cliffhanger at the end with lo-fi and so we're gonna pick right back up where that leaves off with this like dramatic explosion and um and yeah, so we're going to hit the ground running on season I'm ready. four. I'm ready. I, I could record it right now. I could, except I have to pee. I <laughs> want to go to sleep. <laughs> it's 9.15 and I'm ready to go to bed. <laughs> it's... I'm going to go play with my new iPhone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's really what you're going to do. You're going to be up all night <laughs> playing with your iPhone. I am. Um, and the, I haven't had to plug it in once. Whoo, isn't that a freeing <laughs> feeling? Oh, my God. It's so great. Um, so there you go, guys. There are Those are our top fives of season three. We'd love to know what you guys think. I know. I would love to know. Um, Please tell us. We will do what we always do, which we'll post our top, our, you know, list of our top fives on the Instagram. So that's a good place for you to comment. Let us know if you agree or disagree. Did we miss an episode that you think warranted um, a spot in the top five? Or do you generally? Tell me. Yeah. Tell, oh. tell you what. <laughs> tell us, <laughs> listeners. Tell us. What's your favorite plot twist of season three? There are so many to choose There are from. several. So, you know, the chili, the chili. Garcia gets shot, JJ's pregnant, yeah. the 
car bomb the car bomb the like what's your favorite plot twist yeah there's there are a lot to choose from it's a twisty season it's a twisty turny season which i think is what like that's what makes criminal minds awesome and great and so i think we're just gonna get more of it yeah my favorite plot twist is the chili same obviously (laughs) like yeah she was in a fucking chili and they ate it the chili they were searching for a woman and she was in the chili that she was eating. And then while and they were serving, serving women to people the whole time. <laughs> the whole time. He had a cookbook. <laughs> Kobe girl beef. Kobe girl beef steak. steak. What? Uh, and then he abducts another one while they're all eating the girl chili. He abducts another one from the search party. Like uh, what? What? It's crazy. Like. Whew. Could like Oof. I'm willing to say like best plot twist like convince me I'm wrong like yeah. really come on yeah but we'd be we'd happy to be having that conversation so let us know what you think yeah please let us know hit us up on Instagram at the unknown subject podcast we're on Twitter at unknown sub pod please let us know your thoughts yes please um but yeah guys we're gonna keep going so we will come back with the season opener for season four next week uh we will find out what happens with that explosion we'll see if anybody's dead if anybody's hurt and we'll find out what the fuck's going on with this group of people in hoodies um yeah and yeah it should be off to a good start for season four i'm excited i'm so excited always good i think I think season four might be a contender for one of my favorite seasons. So I'm Whoa. I'm pretty, I feel like it's a strong season. Um, so I'm pretty excited too. This this will be fun. Um, but yeah, thank you for joining us for another bonus episode. Woo. Um, thank you and thank for being here you today. for being here today. Um, we'll be back next week with another episode. We will. Happy Halloween, guys. Happy it's Halloween. about to be Halloween, so enjoy it enjoy be safe but be silly yes enjoy a socially distanced halloween whatever that looks like for you yeah. eat as much candy as you want you know send us pictures if you dress up as a criminal mind <gasps> yes oh my god please <laughs> please tag us on instagram or on twitter if you are dressed up as your favorite bau team member i would love to see it yeah um but yes happy spooky halloween um, from the unknown subject. Um, but yeah, we'll see you next time, guys. And I th- still can't remember how we close it's, out these episodes. Always, <laughs> how we close it out is saying, I don't know how we close it out. Let's just say it's over. And then we say it's over. Okay. Well, in that case, as they say, <laughs> when they get to the unsub, <laughs> it's over. You boo. didn't even say it. I wanted to say boo. Oh, boo. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. Ha, 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 ha.